Footy Ado, the Delusional Soccer Podcast. Footy Ado, a soccer delusion shared by two brothers in close association. Listen, I don't know what you expect me to do when the world is falling apart. You expect me to keep it together? I barely kept it together when the world is thriving. It's been three. It's been how many days? How, how, how long have we been in this sort of stay inside, don't go outside, unless you absolutely have to phase of, of this pandemic? I'm in a few days, but I've also gone outside for some of those days. Well, you can go outside. I mean, But, like, I mean, I've gone in public. Like, I... It, it was to the point where, like, hey, everyone should stay inside, but, like, definitely people that are more susceptible to the disease should stay inside. And I was like, okay, but... You but, took a spring break down in Florida for a little bit. But right? I need you know, groceries. Like no, I was there. not one of those people. I was not one of those. <laughs> if it gets me, it gets me. Yeah, right? <laughs> Florida from, man. From me and the rest of America. Good. Yeah. Survival of the fittest, I guess. Ugh. Um that's a stark way to put it a minute into a podcast where we're about to talk about how the world is ending. It's falling apart. Oh, boy. Um, so as it pertains to the football, of course, we have not seen football for, what, a week now? A little bit more, right. maybe? Now, um, and of course, and it, took, it took leagues a little too long to uh, it, it, close their doors. Especially the Champions League. Um, that took too long. And then, obviously... Uh, Turkey just suspended their league, I believe, yesterday or today. Um, and so that's that was weird how long it took. And actually, uh, you know, a player you're fond of, John Obi Mikel, canceled his contract. Um, I don't remember which Turkish club he played for. I apologize on that. But he canceled his contract, stating that there was more to life than uh, more to life than football. And that he wasn't putting himself or others at risk. And, you know, he very heavily criticized. Um, oh, so he, he canceled his contract before they decided to close the league? He yes, he did. He canceled his contract and then they closed the league like two days later. So, I mean. Well, I mean, I'm sure that was, I'm sure that he had some influence. Like, we have players, yeah. like, you know, they're probably going to be like, we have players canceling their contracts. We, like, we should do the right thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. So um, what is it, what is your quarantine uh, quote unquote quarantine looked like? Have you been uh, coping with uh, staying inside away from uh, this, this it's, disease? It's a lot of time spent with the dog, which um, is good. You got yeah. I mean, we've been talking. We, we we badly want a dog now, especially if this thing extends. Yeah. Oh, um, gosh. It's a lot of time spent with the dog, um, and which I actually one of my one of the times where I actually had to go in public this week was. Tuesday, two days ago, when, of course, we poorly scheduled Maisie to be fixed. Um, yeah, you barbaric. Yeah. You sick lunatics. So she's, uh, she bounced back, though. She had a, a very quick recovery. You know, the day we brought her home, she was very, you know, groggy, very tired, but full bounce back. And uh, she's not happy that she has to stay inside a lot because I can't let her run around the yard and risk uh you know opening up that wound she's got to lay low for a couple of days but i guess it's good timing because i gotta lay low with her um luckily she does not need the cone so she's not although i was kind of looking forward to that that would have brought me a little bit of entertainment during the quarantine Mm -hmm. but uh 
nevertheless, me and Maisie are kind of just hanging out and going to probably watch uh, some shows and movies that I haven't seen yet, which is a lot of shows and movies. What um, you got to do is you got to do a season on FIFA as Arsenal, but only play as frequently as they play in real life. So you play one game every Saturday morning or Sunday morning. You know, do the occasional game on Thursday in midweek. Yeah, that sounds it sounds terrible to me, though, so... Just keep you sane. I don't think uh, scheduling my FIFA games is going to keep me sane. Have been playing a lot of GTA, though. Um, yeah, you do, the, you do the FIFA around. You with, play the with, occasional... With a lot of people, you know, either out of work right now, working from home, we've gotten pretty good crews online, pl- making a lot of money. It's going well. Um, so, so what are you doing to, to keep saying, keep saying during this, this, uh, weird time in the world? Ah, uh, you know, yeah, like you said, watching, watching movies, um, filing for unemployment. I was up, luckily able Love to. Love that I for mean, you. Yeah. I'll, I mean, I occasionally read scripts and give notes for them for some money. So I did that yesterday. That was my day yesterday. Um, it's nice to have that option available, but you know. The unemployment application is being filled out, and uh, you know maybe some writing, maybe some writing. Yeah. Uh, you know the play, the play is officially shut down. I figured that 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 was gonna come. Yeah. Uh, um, we're looking to hopefully. I mean, depending on where things go, I think uh, aiming for May is pretty hopeful at this point because I think it's only gonna get worse for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but if things open up again. And we have the opportunity, we might do another two weekends in May, if not one, which would be, you know, we only had one, we had our final weekend left, but if we were able to get two more weekends, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be um, good to, it, you know, looking on the bright side of things at least a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, all I want is one. I just, I would love to just, if I could just get one more show and just to have a sort of like, because, you know, last time we rec- did our show, our last show we did, we didn't know it was the the final show I mean, no we like, like we knew this stuff was going on but then it the the shit kind of hit the fan right the we didn't next know we day were, mostly yeah really. well we didn't even really know we were gonna have a show that weekend and then but we finished it it's like all right well as of now see you thursday we're gonna have a, a rehearsal and then we have our weekend shows but i mean it took two days and then that was already like like at first it was like okay we're gonna meet thursday he's gonna tell us that we can't do the show, but we might do it later. And then it turned into, um, no one is allowed at the playhouse till March 31st. So it all, yeah, everything's happening so fast and the uncertainty around it's kind of crazy, but yeah, that's, uh, it's, it, it puts a pretty big, uh, you know, halt on people's lives that, um, you kind of don't realize. And even just, you know, between you and I, the, the way that it affects people, it kind of makes you think, like, oh, well, I, you know, I, I didn't think of that, you know. I, my work is in radio, and that's part-time. And in addition to that, I'm a substitute teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, schools obviously are closed. I stopped subbing before the schools actually closed um, because, because of the cystic fibrosis and how uh, my lungs would probably just, uh, you know, go to dust if I got coronavirus. Um, but you know, so I can't, I couldn't substitute teach. So I'm already losing work a little bit there. And now, you know, at the radio station, uh, things are running a a little bit differently. I'm there much less than I would be, um, originally. 
and you know I don't know whether or not come this time next week whether I'm going to be there at all. So um, there's no guarantees for for really anybody um, except for nurses who, God bless them, because they are. I mean, with what they're given, they're they're absolutely doing their best, but it's it it's going to be overwhelming um, mm-hmm. for for hopefully not as long as I'm expecting, but um, we'll see. Um, but as it, uh, like I said, you know, let's, let's try to put a, a football focus on it. Um, the statement came out uh, today that the Premier League has extended um, the suspension um, of the league for now up until April 30th. Um, so that would be the earliest they come back. So we're now at least, and I, from my point of view, I think it's more, but we are now at least 43 days away from another ball being kicked in the Premier League. Um, I don't know, you know, the plans of other the other leagues around the world. Um, I know MLS just kind of uh, released a statement today, um, and I believe they're even going further than that. I want to say they went even a full month further. But, of course, they're in the beginning of the season, so there's more flexibility there. Now, every year, um, the the FA's rules and regulations state that the season sh- shall terminate not later than the 1st of June. Um, and they have gone and extended that from the 1st of June to the 30th of June. And even then, I still think it's optimistic. Um, and I understand that they need that. That's how they have to do it. They can't just say, "Hey, we're gonna play." Yeah, we'll figure it out by August. Hopefully, you know, it might end up being that. But right now, this is the best that they're that they're doing. So, um, we're quite a ways away from from seeing uh, football again, either live or on the TV screen, whatever whatever way you take it in. But um, yeah, I think I I think we're looking. I think it's gonna be. I'd say be probably at the very least two months before we really see anything start to kick back up again. Depending on how you know everything is handled, I I, I just don't see it. Like right now, it's just like we're because we're still we're still on the scale of like there's some there's some places that are completely locked down while others are like avoid places with 10 or more people you know what i mean like yeah. it, it's it, we haven't even reached the part where it's like all right everything needs to be locked down but like i think it's not like they're going to go from complete lockdown to go anywhere you want with a bunch of people you know no. what I mean? it's gonna it's, it's gonna not, have to it's go not gonna go from up. yeah it's not gonna go from no gatherings of 10 or more people to fill this stadium with sixty thousand again Right, so it'll it'll slowly go back up. It, it'll probably go back to 50, 250, 500 and work from there. So I think we're well away from 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 you know what's going to happen there, and it's going to be interesting to see if they do. I mean, they, if they do finish the season. I mean, if it does happen soon enough, I guess with Euros, the European tournament being postponed till next year. I guess that I mean a lot of these players were going to be playing in the summer anyway, so it might, you know, it might make sense to just have the season go into the summer. But then you don't really have a break. 
I would I would assume that you know I, yeah I, I'd assume there's postponements um, yeah. of of the start of next season included in all of this. Um, yeah, probably I, see more midweek games than we care to next season. Right, it'll be um, a weird season. I, it's it's also just interesting. Like, what, like if they don't like if they decide just to not finish the season, because there was there's this debate going on. Like what what happens? Like who? Because like, I, I mean. We can make the, you can make the argument like I mean the argument was being made that Liverpool haven't won the title yet, so do you give them the title? I mean I think it's pretty easy to say Liverpool should win the title if the season were to end today. They're twenty five points clear, and there's what thirty points left to to take. So I actually disagree with the that sentiment and. But let me, let me first state that if I were a Liverpool supporter and at th- this season ends up not being finished and they were not awarded the title, if I was a Liverpool supporter, I would be livid because yeah, this season has been incredible for them. Now, I am looking at it not at the standpoint of the tippy top, but the very bottom. Because if you then say, okay, well, Liverpool Liverpool are the champions. Can you then go ahead and say, well, hey, Bournemouth, Aston Villa, Norwich, you're relegated, even though the season didn't finish? It's possible that they can find a middle ground and award the title to Liverpool and not, not relegate, relegate those. Which not I think... promote anyone, you know what I mean? But, but I don't think that that works out in the stance of then you have to look at Champions League qualification um, because, it, at, you know, Europa League. I think that I th- it all has to match. I don't think you can give one team the finality of the season, the closure of it, you are champions, and then say to other teams, well, we're going to keep you in here because of the circumstances um, and give you another shot at it. You know, like... No, I know. It's not completely fair. It's never going to be completely fair all around. I mean, you could take... There's also the game in hand argument. I'd say you just take away the last game for the people that had 29 points or 29 games played. Just take away that final game, line it up so everyone has 28 games. Um, played and just see where it stands from that. I mean, because the, the argument was made, it's like, oh, Aston Villa have, Aston Villa have an extra game to play. Yeah. If they would win that game, they're out of the relegation zone, which is a fair argument. Aston Villa have lost their four, their last four games. You know what I mean? So I'd, I, I think it makes more sense to take away the other games that people have played and yeah. sort of go back to twenty eight. Um, Rather than assume a team might win a game when a team mm-hmm. is nineteenth in the league and have four straight losses, but it's just the um, whole you know the that's that whole nature of the competition. Like, imagine this happened during the twenty fourteen fifteen season, and um, they ended things as it is. Leicester get relegated and don't win the title the next season. Now by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not saying Aston Villa are going to win the title next season. But that's the, you. I don't think that you can tell these three clubs, especially with the financial implications of it. Now, as far as coronavirus goes, we're talking about financial implications way too much when it comes to 
healthcare and, you know, that side of it. But in this instance where it's prize money and it's a sporting event, you cannot tell that these three clubs that they're going down when they have nine games to go, especially because it's not a fair, um, it's not a fair and even schedule at that point because, you know, in in this league where you play a home and away fixture, as it is most in most leagues around the world, I will say, when you play a home and away fixture against each club, and that's the competition. When you when you don't get that finality of playing each team home and away, it's a skewed a skewed uh, sample, and to, especially considering that if they said, okay, the bottom three, they're out. Bournemouth are relegated with nine games that they thought they had left to play on goal difference. They're relegated on goal difference. They're level yeah, I, with Watford I, and West Ham. I understand. It's a special circumstance, but this is a unique situation. I, 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 I don't think... It's not like Bournemouth were playing with the idea of, it's like, oh, we're, you know... We're in relegation zone now, but we got the ten game. Like, like, yeah, that that's that's what you tell yourself in that situation when you're in that situation. But I, I, it's a special circumstance. If the league has to be cut off, there, and and the way that the Premier League is set up, you need to start thinking about next season. Either you keep, you, either you keep the league the way it is, where no one gets relegated, um, and I guess last, what do you do? Last year's Champions League qualification. Like uh, qualifiers stay the same this year, or you just make the decision. It might be unfair to some teams, but this is a unique circumstance. No yeah. one can plan for a pandemic like this. And I, I, and I get, I get what you're saying, and I think it's a fair point. And I, I, it's just to me, it's it's wild to have a team um, win 20, 26 games, draw once, lose once. Be twenty five points clear, or win twenty seven games. I'm, I'm looking at the last week's table. They win twenty seven games, draw once, lost once. Be twenty five points clear, and they're not going to get a title because because of it. It's harsh. This whole thing. It's harsh. It's, it's harsh. But I I think the implications are worse for for the teams at the bottom. And yeah, I agree. That's, Agreed. And the idea of now this is going to sound like I've you know kind of mastered this conversation and pushed it in this direction for it, but it actually happened this way, and I'm I'm glad that it took a natural spin this way. So if the the idea that you said for Champions League qualification you just revert back to last season's and that's who gets into next season. If uh, Man City's uh, Champions League ban is upheld, that gives Arsenal a spot in the Champions League. <laughs> Which like I like I like the idea could, of could taking, you imagine? <laughs> yeah, craziness. I think I like the idea of taking away the 29th game because in that circumstance that puts Sheffield United in fifth, and if Manchester City's ban is upheld, Sheffield United make it to the Champions Champions League, and Manchester United drop down to the Europa League. Listen, I I I'm not against it. I'm not against it. Yeah. Um, but it's that's the whole thing. Right now, it's all speculation, and I can tell you, and I, I think you're going to agree with me. I am happy that I am not the one that has to make this decision because someone at at the end of it, and I'm going to say, pardon my French, before I even go into it, someone's going to get fucked, 
mm-hmm. and that's just the way that this is going to go um, as far as the competition goes. Now, in the grand scheme of things, that doesn't matter. It will be harsh for a club. It will be harsh for the supporters of the club. It will be harsh for the players of that club. But in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. Because right now, Callum Hudson-Odoi and Mikel Arteta have tested positive for the coronavirus. And the league should be thinking, what can we do to assist these players, or this coach and this player? What can we do to assist anyone that was in contact with them? What can we do to assist the clubs in the aspect of the health of the of the players, the staff, and that's not just the backroom staff. That's the stadium staff. That's, you know, paying the, the people that are out of work. And I think that's really the most important discussion because we're seeing it affect us in a way. Um, but, you know, also hoping that, you know, the staff at the Vitality Stadium um, that, you know, work every day for, for Bournemouth, I, they need to be paid. They need to be, you know, like there's so many more problems than the ones that we're actually debating. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's fair. Um, and it's, I think the the worst part about it all is the uncertainty, and that's mm-hmm. just there. That's who knows. I mean, yeah, it's like it's yeah, it's it's very interesting. And like you look at. Like what happened with the NCAA March Madness? That their season, if it if this happened in February, or it happened in January, they would be it'd be postponed, and they'd be reassessing things once March Madness comes. Because it happened right as March Madness was about to happen, they just had to say, "Look, cancel it." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like if the NBA, if like the NBA playoffs. We're just about to start. They they'd probably cancel them. They probably say, "Look, mm-hmm. it's the end of the season. It's it's, it's over." Uh, so some of these leagues, you know, they have the luxury of some time being left and some time to make up for it. Whereas I, the the joke I made was, it's a good thing that the NFL wasn't going on now because you know they'd botch it. Oh, no doubt about yeah. it. They'd find a way to botch it. <laughs> they'd find a way to completely botch this whole situation. Um, and they're fortunate enough to. Uh, not have to deal with it as much but i'm sure they they will eventually it's uh it's a crazy time and uh i don't know that uh, if you have anything else that you want to add i think it's kind of a a pretty good wrap on on the things that are going on right now um of course for us we we're not sure what this means entirely um it's going to be an indefinite hiatus for footy ado um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. and we will be, we will be back when there's something to be back for, for whether it be games or breaking news, or if we're told that it's coming back and then we can start talking about what we think the end of the season is going to be like. Yeah. Or um, when they, you know, oh, it's coming back. This is the format. This is the schedule. This is how it's going to work. How I feel about well, it. Yeah. When there's something to talk about, we'll talk, we'll be on and we'll talk about it. We're um, not going to, there's, there's more important things for us to do than sit here and, give you the Premier League team of this decade and then the last decade and then the decade before that and then the right-footed starting 11 versus a left-footed... I, I, I have no interest in it. I don't. Um, so 
I mean, as always, stay stay locked to the Twitter and Instagram um, at Footy Ado. We will post any updates from there. We will, um, of course, keep those active. Um, you know, for bits and pieces of news. Um, but we will also be working on other projects of our own, um, either group projects or you know solo stuff um, that we will be you know updating on those pages as well. Um, and Jared, as always, pardon our French.